0: Welcome to Merlin I Am. This is our sixth session with this series. Welcome. We're here at the Villa Amio on the beautiful island of Kaua... uh, I get so confused. The beautiful, beautiful island of Hawaii, and we're in the Kona area. It's a paradise and beautiful to be here, and glad that you can be here with us. So... As you can probably feel, Jeff is here. He's allowing Adamas to be here with us. So let's take some good deep breaths to really go into this session, to really open up and be. So take that good deep breath and feel, feel the energies, it's all just yours. Take the good deep breath of life Feel from the soul of you with all that you are. Take the good deep breath. Feel and allow, giving yourself permission to really, as always, open to this experience. There's something here for each of us. So take the good deep breath and allow it. Be with it. Take the good deep breath. As we make our way into this Merlin, I am.
1: I am that I am, Adamus of Saint Germain. Hmm. Out of energy. A lot of things shifting and changing as uh, we came into this shout. as the music played. It wasn't my Saint Germain music, but uh, it'll do for today, because uh, it let the energies really ride on something. A lot going on. This shout is going to be a little bit different than most, and, because uh, what we're going to talk about today is so important to all of you. Let's take another good deep breath as we get into shout 6 of Merlin I Am. First things first, uh, welcome everybody. Welcome from all around this great planet Earth. Welcome to this gathering we do once a month of Chambra, a gathering that allows us to bring our energies together. We, we don't need to meet in person. I know sometimes that you like to meet in person, but we don't need to. We can do it like this. We do it on a regular basis in dream state, uh, and we do it like this over your internet. So welcome everybody. Oh yes, indeed, I do love the live personal gatherings. We just had one here, as Calder and Linda talked about. It was good to be back in my in my true role as Adamas, walking amongst you, going back and forth, up and down the aisles, asking a lot of questions to each and every one of you. Uh, I enjoyed that. And I do deeply miss that from our shouts. And I can only pick on Linda to a certain extent in this. But yes, welcome. Here we are in Kona at Villa Amio. Beautiful day. Birds chirping as the music was playing. Uh, You couldn't hear it, but the birds were just rattling away as they were getting ready for this gathering. A couple of things on today's schedule. We'll get the. uh, the small stuff out of the way first. So the question came up in our last discussion, where I talked about what did I look like as uh, Saint Germain in my last lifetime. The question came up with many uh, of you. Uh, first of all, had I not had any lifetimes as woman? Uh, yes, I had. Not not a lot. Uh, many more of them, the, the male lifetimes. Not for any particular reason, but you know, you find when you get comfortable in a certain. Uh, kind of a clothing, you get used to it. And that's why so many people come back lifetime after lifetime in the same family, in the same lineage, oftentimes even in the same country and sometimes even in the same city, lifetime after lifetime. So uh, it wasn't anything to do other than I was just comfortable in the, the male body. I never was quite as comfortable in the feminine Physical body, but I have to say that my balance of masculine and feminine has always been quite good. But for those of you still rattling about masculine and feminine and men and women, let's go beyond that. It's really not about that at all. Well, let's go far beyond that. It's not about the divine feminine or the whatever masculine. We're integrated, we're one. You've got masculine and feminine, they've married together. You are. Una self at this point. So let's not rattle a lot of noise about uh, masculine and feminine and equality and everything else. You are equal in yourself, no matter what. Equal in everything within you. But the question did come up, and I promised I'd answer. What did I? What would I look like? Uh, what would I look like as uh, not as Adamus but uh, Adamina? What would I look like? So let's take a quick look. Oh boy. This is not me, of course. This is Madame Blavatsky, not Saint Germain. No, I, I would have never looked like that. Um, now, I truly love Madame Blavatsky. She was uh, one of the most insightful, deeply spiritual, deeply um, personal people I've ever met. Uh, gruff on the exterior. Gruff. Uh, she smoked, uh, said to be 200 cigarettes a day. She drank like, uh, like a sailor at times. Uh, gruff on the outside. Now, Her excuse for all this was that she didn't. She was so attractive on the inside that she didn't want to appear attractive on the outside as well.
0: Interesting.
1: Kathumi did try to give her some fashion tips from time to time, which she um, immediately ignored. But uh, move on to another shot of of her, Madame Blavatsky. This is when she was uh, a teenager, 15 years old. You see, uh, the looks kind of were with her from youth and carried on much, much longer into life, yes. And those birds you see in the background here, they're flying away as fast as they can. She had a habit of scaring people and she loved to do it. So, there's a reason that she had that particular look, uh, a reason that, well, some of you might understand, because she came from, kind of an ancestry that she chose. And if you take a look at a picture of her mother, you would understand why Blavatsky looked the way she did. So, let's take a look now at Blavatsky's oh, no. <laughs> Blavatsky's mother. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> yes, quite a character. It uh, really ran in the family. Fortunately, Blavatsky never dressed quite like this. She kept a little bit more covered up than, uh, than her mother did. But uh, this would explain a lot. And I hope you all know this is tongue-in-cheek. So, uh, moving on. Now, I had good looks in my lifetime as Saint-Germain. I, I was rather dashing, as you probably noted in some of the uh, photos we showed in our last session. There's a good reason for this. I had a beautiful mother. I worked with Caldra late last night and looking at uh, some graphics, some photographs that would help uh, show what my mother would look like, and I couldn't uh, fix on just one. So it was really kind of a combination uh we we picked two, and if you can imagine putting this together, you melded these two uh photographs, these two humans uh, that's pretty much what my mother looked like what uh, we should explain my looks uh, I couldn't find anything that was befitting of what my father looked like, but he was um he was a handsome and dignified noble man as well so the question goes what what would I have looked like for instance, in in the biblical times, uh, what, would, what would I have looked like? Oh, something like this. Yeah, in the biblical times, yeah. Uh, beautiful dress and a note, note that uh, I can read. Uh, I'm reading a, a document which was unheard of for most women at that time, but this is probably what I would have looked like. And as we move forward a little bit, what would I have looked like in my lifetime as Saint Germain if I was uh, Saint Germina? Uh, would have looked something like this. Beautiful, striking, well dressed, of course, with uh, one of my breasts hanging out. But uh, that's what, if you look carefully, yes, you can see it. So that's probably what I would have looked like, and probably what have I acted like. Now, if we go to the, let's say, the 1900s, 1940, 30, 40 era, what would I have looked like? Probably something like this, something like that. And, of course, uh, again, I have to say that this wasn't Calder putting this together. I guided him through hundreds, if not thousands, of photographs last night. And then, if I were uh, incarnate today and if I was a woman today, I'm sure without a doubt that I would look like this. Kind of fitting, isn't it? And I can assure you it would not be like this. Oh. That's once again Blavatsky. No, I don't think I would choose that. I, I uh, she she basically had to wear carpets to cover herself. <laughs> but a wonderful woman indeed, uh, deep insightful. She made a huge impact on the world, but uh, the looks weren't quite there. And you'd have to say, dear Linda, she chose that on purpose. I mean, it was her choice. It wasn't just a, something that happened at birth. It was her choice. So a uh, quick look at Adamas as Adamina. So, now that's that's out of the way, let's, let's take a good deep breath as we shift into the real business of this shout. Let's take a look at what's happening in the world right now. What's happening in the world? We're going through a, a very important era, time change. It started uh, just barely over a year ago, the whole era of the coronavirus. And you know from living through it, it would be something you talk to the uh, ascended masters about at some point. But you know, of living through it and going through the face masks, the social distancing, the the lack of being social, the lack of just saying let's go out to a restaurant tonight or going to the theater—it's a different life. This last year had a profound impact on the consciousness of humanity, not necessarily the actions at this point but the consciousness. The consciousness goes much deeper. The consciousness is a beginning point, and oftentimes something that affects the consciousness is at such a deep and inner level, it it could take years for it to show up, but it all starts with the consciousness. In this time period with so many people staying at home, having to go within themselves, having to be uh, at home with their family members, uh, when oftentimes they would try to escape it. Working at home, when normally they'd trudge off to the office, to their cubicles, to their mid-level manager's jobs, now they were at home and it gave them time to ponder, to consider, is this really what I want in my life? And again, this is all happening at a deeper level of consciousness, not necessarily human thinking. There was human thinking to go with it, but There's something happening deep down underneath, kind of a a whole shift that was taking place in the world. In last year, while all that was happening, there were huge resources put into technology, uh, as well as just about every other aspect of human life. Just about every aspect of human life was touched by an incident that was global that wasn't a war. You take a look at the technology advances that are going to come out, that are already coming out, by the way, already coming out, for instance, a a new uh, potential uh, type of vaccination for uh, malaria. You take a look at all the things that are going to come as a result of the coronavirus era, and you're going to realize that this was an epic time and you were here for it. You were here for it. Most of you didn't get all caught up in it. A few of you went, uh, you know, this whole route of uh, conspiracy on me. But most of you held your your balance, held your own, and realized and remembered this is why you were here to be here at this time. You're going to continue to see a rollout of not just technology, but new systems, systems that affect banking. I mean, there's a whole economic impact to this that uh, has, hasn't even yet to be seen yet on this planet. There has to be, because governments spent trillions of dollars, trillions and trillions of dollars, uh, keeping everything calm during this period. They were printing money like uh, like never before. Those printing presses were going day and night, in a manner of speaking, coming up with the money to fund it. Now, of course, anything having to do with the economy has to be backed with something, something somewhere. So, you're going to see the economic repercussions over the next at least 10 years, maybe 15 years of this. The repercussions are going to be, of course, things that you would dread, things like higher taxes, but they're going to get around that to a degree. Instead of just taxes, they're going to have something called levies. Levies, meaning it's a tax, but it's not called a tax. It's put on everything from an article of clothing to a automobile to uh, even how many uh, kilometers you put on your car a year to how loud you listen to your stereo. Uh, there'll be levies instead of taxes. They they realize you really can't tax anymore, so now they're going to find a different way to do it. They have to pay for all this, uh, pay for the the handouts that have been taking place now comes the question, is there going to be some sort of economic disaster? Uh, Should you uh, build an underground bunker and be prepared for that? No, there'll be some economic adjustments, uh, one being the taxes and levies, but there'll be some economic adjustments. What you've seen here that uh, in these coronavirus days and the funding that went out to so many people was the beginning of uh, really a a universal... uh, wage. Uh, It was the beginning of that. Because in this time period, everybody got an allocation of money up to a certain point. If your income was too high, you didn't. But there would be argued that this was one of the most successful measures for keeping the economy healthy. And if we continue with this, a universal basic wage or salary, everybody across the board would get it to help even things out. Now, I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing. It will provide some uh, aid and assistance to people who could really use it. It will also help to perpetuate uh, a state of uh, not taking responsibility, an entitlement state. Not good or bad, it just is. And that's such an important point to make here. In all of this that's happening all around you, Please don't judge it as good or bad. Don't get into the conspiracies. The conspiracies will suck you down a rabbit hole, a rabbit hole that would be very, very hard to get out of. Stand behind the short wall. Observe what's going on in the world. Observe what's going on in the economy. I'll go so far as to say, basically, you're going to be immune from all of that if you follow a few very simple things, like understanding the energy is all yours. The rest of the world could be going down kind of a dark, uh, bumpy path, and it really won't affect you, other than you'll observe it and the energies of mass consciousness could affect you. But as far as your own finances, no, it doesn't need to. So, you're going to see a lot of things happening with economic adjustments. Uh, Banks uh, having to take some different routes for everything from loans to uh, how savings are kept and accounted for. So, some very, very big changes occurring on the planet right now. And, and again, I've mentioned all these in pronost. Uh, in medicine, uh, huge changes as a result of all this. So, be prepared. Be ready for what comes next. Not in a, in a frightened state or a fearful state at all. Be aware of what's coming next to this planet, because you can't go through a, a period like this, the, the coronavirus era, without major things happening as a result of it. Some things will get back to normal. Uh, Some things will get back to what you would call normalcy, being able to go to a restaurant, uh, of course, uh, and uh, being in a crowded restaurant, once again, a crowded, noisy restaurant. Other things will never go back to the way they were. And one of the obvious things is the workplace environment. People are saying, I don't need to go into an office anymore. Look what's been done virtually in the last year. I mean, appointments with doctors, uh, appointments with lawyers, not having to go to the office every day. So, that's a big adjustment. And some of you might say, well, it's not a great big deal. Eh. Individually for you, maybe not, but when you consider the whole world doing that, the whole world making those changes, that is a tremendous, tremendous change in, in consciousness. And the way things were going. It'll get so many things out of old ruts without having to have something like a war or a huge national, uh, natural disaster taking place. It was and continues to be a very effective way of moving to the next level for this planet and ultimately moving to the new human species. So, that's it. I won't go into a lot of detail. We talked about it in pronost and we'll mention it now and then, the changes that are happening on the planet, but just feel into that for a moment. Global changes that took place, that swept across the planet in one year of time, one year of time, and have changed so many things and have caused so many people to go inside themselves to say, what is it I really choose? What is it I really desire as a human on the planet? Let's take a good deep breath with that and feel into it for a moment. It's unprecedented. From where I am and from the other Ascended Masters perspective, we don't see things with our eyes. We remember what it's like to have eyes and ears, but we don't really look at things that way. We we literally use our intelligence, as I talk about in Master's Life 13, we feel into the energies of things, so it's not just based on what the eye sees or the ear hears. And what we see is truly an unprecedented time on the planet, and not a sad time. It has been for some, but not a sad time. It's a it's a time where if you talk to the Ascended Masters, they're delighted uh, by so many of the changes that are coming as a result of this. And yes, there are many, many people who died in this whole coronavirus. In a way, you could say that, no, clearly, uh, I had to correct Calder here, clearly they were ready to go. It was no accident. And imagine the difference if it had been a war and uh, millions of people dying in, in a war through trauma, through chaos, through uh, through the anger energy that is contained in a war and the powers that are in the energy of a war. When you have millions of people crossing over in this way, it's very, very different. Very different on what happens in the near-earth realms. Very different, too, for their next incarnation. Oftentimes, they come in carrying those deep, deep wounds. They talk about post-traumatic stress disorder. It's when they carry it to another lifetime. But in this case, there is not that kind of uh, trauma associated with their leaving the planet. They'll come back with a much different kind of lifetime, if, if they choose to come back, instead of going to one of the new Earths. They'll come back in a very different way as a result of it. So, again, in a way, yes, a lot of people died as a result of this, but in another way, it wasn't like the past, where they died in, in deep trauma. What about Chambra? What about Chambra through all this, and, and where are we? Right now, there is there is about just under uh, 1,500 Chambra who have allowed their realization. Now, there's some others who claim their realization, but they actually don't believe it. Uh, they say the words, but they really don't believe it. So, therefore, it almost can't occur. You know, they're they're almost doing a positive affirmation. They're trying to convince themselves, but. Uh, something deep underneath, still is, is not convinced. So, uh, while they're on the right path, they're, they're not quite there yet. You might say, well, only, only 1,500. I thought we started out with well over, a, a, or just, just over 1,000. I thought we started with a fairly high number. Shouldn't we be at three, four, five thousand by now? This is not a rush. We're not trying to race there. It's a natural process that unfolds perfectly for each and every one of you. You're not uh, behind the game if you haven't had your full Realization yet, because you're doing it in a way that's absolutely perfect for you. From the moment you say, I choose Realization, it starts happening. Now, oftentimes there could be a lot of internal resistance on your part, or not believing it, or not allowing it, or going too mental about it, but it will happen. It will happen in the perfect way. It will roll out in the way that best serves you, so it doesn't overwhelm you, so that you get to have the sensual experience of being in your own coming to Realization, so that old layers of uh, what you might call karma, old layers of wounds, old layers of guilt and shame are let go at the appropriate time. Please don't try to rush through this. Once. Once you make that clear choice within yourself as the human and say, yes, I'm ready for it, know that the Master, know that the I Am, and know that all of your energy respond to it, and then it will become so. If you're going to do anything, if you want to work at this, it's take a lot of deep breaths and allow. But don't work at allowing. Just allow. And then it comes. I can clearly tell you that uh, I, I know pretty much the date when it's going to happen. I'm not panicked about it. I'm not worried about it. Neither should you be. If you're feeling that you're maybe uh, not one of the ones who's already realized that there's something wrong with you, there's nothing wrong at all. Also, we didn't want, we and you, didn't want everybody going into their Realization all at the same time. It's kind of like being done in waves with Shambra. It keeps things in balance. It helps, uh, really, as one group goes in, it helps bring up another group to help bring up another group. It, it's, there's, a, there's kind of an energetic design to it that's actually quite beautiful. So, don't rush into it. Don't think that you're doing something wrong or you need to be doing something else, or worse yet, don't get uh, doubtful or frustrated about it. Just allow it to happen it 's a very personal thing. Every one of the fifteen hundred chamber has done it in a different way in a very personal, beautiful way, and the rest of you the rest of you will have that as long as you allow let's not let's not race into it uh, it's 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 called relaxing into realization, not racing into it and the best thing you can do for yourself right now is to enjoy or at least be aware of the experience that you're going through right now. That's the best thing, the very best thing. And then it takes a lot of the friction out of it. It takes uh, the resistance out of it. That way you'll be able to more clearly see some of the things that might have been holding you back, some of the reasons you might have been actually holding back, and then choose whether you want to move beyond them or not. As I look at Shambra, I love working with Shambra again one-on-one, but we're together far more often than what I think you even realize. But as I take a look at Chambra, I, I would say one of the things that I, I was a little surprised about was so many Shambra are still mental, still thinking their way through everything, even, even their own Realization, thinking too much about energy rather than feeling energy, thinking too much about the I Am. And literally, I've seen some, some of you actually literally trying to map and diagram it out and create this spreadsheet of the I Am. You know, that's thinking, and it's very limited. And it, it might serve a little bit of a purpose, but ultimately, you're really kind of missing the point. It's feeling it. Feeling it. In Master's Life 13 Intelligence, we talk about how to go beyond the logic and the thinking, but as much as we can talk about it, it's still, it's still a big step. It still requires a lot of trust in yourself. So, dear Shambra, I implore you to take a deep breath and stop trying to figure it all out here. This is a, a very natural thing. It's a very natural that that your realization comes. You chose it actually a long time ago, to have happen in this lifetime, and just the allowing is literally what will bring it into your reality. And, and you could say the realization is already there. All the uh, the abundance of life is already there, but when you're trying to still micro mental manage it, when you're still trying to figure it all out and, w- w- you know, that's kind of, um, it's a, kind of a defensive play. When you're trying to figure it all out, like you need to still be in control of everything. Well, it's that very control and that very limited logic that's gotten you into the bind that you felt yourself in, the, the limitations. What you're letting go to, what you're allowing, is yourself, and perhaps one of that's one of the dilemmas. You're not even allowing letting go to, a, to some higher being, to some god somewhere. Maybe that might be easier. You're, you're letting go – I don't want to use the word surrendering – but you're letting go and allowing to yourself, to the human, to the Master, to your energy, to your I Am. In our recent gathering here in Kona, Energy Works, uh, now being called Kasama, I talk about the fact that your energy is your God. God is your energy. It's the thing you've been praying to. It's the thing you've been looking up to. It's the thing you've been hoping and counting on and sometimes doesn't seem to come through, but that's the God. It's your energy. It's all there, all of your potentials. All of the magic, all everything is right there in your energy. That's why I've been talking so adamantly in this last couple of years about energy. That's why we did uh, so much work initially, even with uh, Ban, and then eventually coming into making the statement here in Hawaii that, all that everything you see out there, everything you perceive, everything you experience is only your energy. There's a big question, well, what about other people? We'll get into that in an upcoming Master's life. But right now, feel into it. It's all your own energy. It's, all, it's it's the God you've been praying to, and it's your energy. There's a tendency, yes, to go mental, and mental oftentimes is an excuse. An excuse that only is going to hurt uh, physically, mentally, only going to delay the inevitable realization but the having to think your way through every little iota uh, of realization or you know coming to your enlightenment is simply going to make it more stressful uh, cause more anxiety and really more than anything take away from the real purpose of you being here on the planet right now at the time of machines so, as I look out to Chambra, I see so many beautiful things. I see, I see so many of what I would call the quiet Chambra, having allowed their Realization. Quiet meaning they might not have ever come to a workshop, they might not be involved in social media, they might not uh, be the ones that uh, have uh, stood up in the past in, in a variety of different ways. They're the ones who have been quietly doing the work and allowing their Realization. But again, so many chambras still thinking through it, still thinking about allowing rather than truly allowing. And again, it's not a race. It doesn't matter to me, but ultimately, for yourself, just take a deep breath and allow and understand it's all natural and all coming from you. Deep breath with that. Good deep breath. Now, on to the subject I really want to talk about here. Right now, after this whole year of coronavirus on the planet, right now we're coming to a reset of consciousness on the planet. A reset of consciousness. I was actually going to talk about this in a special message uh, from me, St. Germain, Uh, But it's coming a bit quicker than what was anticipated, so there wouldn't be really time right now to uh, get that filmed here in Hawaii and get it out. So, we're doing it today at The Shout, A reset of consciousness, and it's going to happen somewhere um, in the general time frame between what you would call your Ides of March and St. Patrick's Day, coming up very, very soon at a planet near you. And this isn't like going through the photon belt or anything like that. It's not like the whole planet is going to go dark for three days. Most people will never even notice that it took place, because the reset occurs at a very, very deep level. Very, very deep level. But literally what's happening is consciousness is getting reset. Uh, And I guess an analogy would be like resetting your computer, rebooting it it's kind of acting strange or it freezes up or things aren't going right, and what do you do? You pull the plug out of the wall and and you pray a little bit. You hope that it gets better. And then you plug it back in and oftentimes it reboots or resets itself. Whatever was kind of goofy on the inside kind of gets cleaned up. It's kind of like that right now in the reset that we're going through with mass consciousness on this planet. It's been a year of a lot of changes. A lot of chaos, a lot of inner discoveries, a lot of new directions for the planet. It's been a year when many, many have sat for hours in in their homes rather than gotten it, getting distracted by outer activity, and not thinking it, but feeling it. What what am, what do I really want? What do I really feel? Ultimately, yes, they ask questions like. Oh, what do I really want to do for a job? Do I really want to be with my mate or partner? But there's been something deeper happening, and that's causing this reset of human consciousness, coming sometime between March 14th March 17th, give or take a day or two. I'd like to ask each and every one of you to feel in during those days to what's going on, and not on the surface, not, not just what you're reading in the newspapers or not what uh, you, know, you see necessarily happening around you, but feel into it. It's a reset, a huge reset of global consciousness. Then you'll start really seeing the results of that reset coming, uh, I would say, you know, starting in about the June time period and going forward for many, many years to come. Resets can often be traumatic. Resets can be uh, times when people freak out, but enough work with consciousness of humans has been done, and there's enough uh, Ascended Masters uh, back embodied on the planet, as well now as realized humans, that this reset doesn't have to be like the planet going dark for three days. The reset can be much calmer. Some people will have a very difficult time with it, but uh, others will just kind of accept it and, and go along with it. I'll get into the specifics later about what the reset actually does, but I really want every one of you to feel into that as it occurs. It's unprecedented on the planet ever to have a global reset. E- even, even the Times of Atlantis didn't have it happening all at one, in one general time frame. The Reset is going to have an ultimate impact on everything on the planet. It's going to be helping to redefine systems of every kind. And, yes, this started even prior to the coronavirus. The coronavirus brought it all into kind of a it helped to uh, bring it together, and now it's happening. Now it's absolutely happening on the planet. Here we are. You came here to be here for this at the time of Machines. You came here to be one who helps, then, to shine the potentials. As people reset and they wonder what next, what's available to them, what direction to take in their lives, how to connect with their own spirit or spirituality, as they would call it, they're going to be looking for that. And that's, again, why you're here on the planet. Feel into the reset as it happens feel deep into it because again it's not going to be on the surface and then watch what happens as the result of that in these times to come forward I'll probably be doing more special messages for oh, the rest of the year based on it but and again fear not fear not at all it's not not about that it's not about terrible things happen happening and even if there are some difficult things for the planet, you're not necessarily going to have to endure that. You're in a different place. You're in your energy rather than in mass consciousness. The resetting consciousness is going to have effects, for instance, uh, of even on the planet, on nature. Gaia, Mother Earth, uh, has been slowly packing her bags and getting ready to leave, and now that whole process is going to be accelerated, absolutely accelerated. The whole understanding of uh, what what you call energy on the planet, fuel source energy, is going to be changing in this reset. That's one of the biggest dilemmas the planet's been saving and uh, facing, and really one of the uh, it's uh, the the parallel between one's own energy and the energy of the planet uh, are are very uh, similar. The planet is going to be discovering more and more about what energy actually is. So, feel into this huge reset. We might have a few special gatherings just, just to feel into it. But now on to the even more important point that I want to make on this special show Day. There is so much more out there and there's so much more everywhere. There's so much more to yourself. And it's easy to get caught in limitations of past lifetimes, mass consciousness, the way things have always been done, science and physics. It's very easy to get caught into all that and then impose those limitations on yourself. That's not why you're here. Now is the time for each and every one of you to be the Merlin I Am. Some might say that, well, the expectations are now so high that you can you can time travel. The expectations are so high that you're just going to be wealthy and abundant without really having to work on it. The expectations are high that we're all going to be uh, having this free energy body, whatever that happens to be. The expectations are high that Uh, that your body learns to heal itself, the expectations that there is magic, that there is fantasy and all the rest of this. So, there are some that are going to say, let's hold back the expectations because we don't want disappointment. And maybe this is all some big fantasy, some big game anyway. So, let's be realistic, some will say, about our expectations on this. And I say, absolutely not. You're not here to compromise. You're not here to hold back. You're not here to pander to your own uh, fears that these things may not happen. And now is the time for us to go full blast into it. It can be done. It can be done. And in my lifetime as Saint Germain, I proved it to myself and probably to others. You don't have to have a job to be wealthy. You can go beyond uh, the way the mind learns, uh, learning, whether it's mathematics or music, you can go beyond that. You can be in a space of your own healing, uh, your own healing, without even having to rely on medicine, or you can if you want, but your own healing. Now is not the time to say, well, let's let's temper back on all this uh, for the expectations. Uh, Quite the opposite. The ones who are coming after you want to know that it worked, want to know that you were able to transcend the limitations of the 3D human reality and truly become masters on the planet. I look sometimes into the doubt that is within you uh, as individuals and you as a group of chambra. And yes, the doubt is there. I'm not not trying to say the doubt shouldn't be or won't be. It's It's absolutely there. The doubt tends to hold you back and say, maybe we shouldn't try this, maybe we should be more cautious about what we're doing, maybe we shouldn't talk in such grandiose terms, but that would not be the truth. That would not be the truth. Granted, we're going beyond limits of physics and and of modern science. We're going beyond what most humans would um, ever even dream about. And then they dream about it, uh, but they would never actually bring it into reality. We're going way beyond all of that. But if you're holding back, if you're saying, let's limit, if you're saying that we're creating uh, unrealistic expectations, then it won't happen. You'll stumble at times as an individual or as a group of chambra. There may be things that don't work out right away the first time, but we're going to get back in there and we're going to allow it once again. We're going to realize what kept us from it, what the resistance was, and we're going to get back in there and do it, whether it's wealth, whether it's health, whether it's time travel, whether it's any of these things that we talk about. This is why you came here, and I don't want you to diminish any of that. You could say it's a time of uh, fantasy, and that's absolutely correct. We're going beyond where human consciousness has been in the past. Some have done it as individuals, the Ascended Masters. There's never been a group that's done it before. You're doing it individually as, as your own Sovereign Self, but There are others who are walking a similar path at the same time. That's why I say there's never been a group that's doing it. We're not doing it holding hands and singing Kumbaya. You're doing it individually, but knowing that others on the planet, most of whom you've shared lifetimes with, are doing it at the same time. We're transcending. Uh, We're transcending a limitation, that's all. We're not transcending uh, hard physics, because physics, no matter what kind of physics, aren't hard to begin with. I mean, they aren't solid, unchangeable. They are changeable, and what changes them is consciousness. Consciousness is the very thing that changes physics and science and math and everything, and that's what we're doing. I'm asking you to dream big to imagine big. I'm asking you to live big, simply by changing your consciousness, taking off any blinders or limitations, realizing that energy is yours. That's really one of the first steps. Once you realize this is your energy, it's full, it's abundant, it can do anything. It can defy the laws of physics. It can do anything then you realize none of this is impossible. None of this is done by plotting and planning through the mind, because the mind will keep you in the limitations. It will keep you in mass consciousness. As we come to this global reset coming up very, very soon, now is a wonderful time to come back into yourself and take a look at where you want to go with your consciousness, not holding back being the Merlin I Am, ready to go forth into a whole new strata, ready to go forth into a whole new type of reality and into the end, staying here on the planet, living with mass consciousness limitations, but now a truly sovereign being. There is no fantasy too large. There are no dreams too big for us right now. And yes, the human, the human mind might be sending out all sorts of caution signals saying, don't set that expectation. Remember when you've gotten hurt before. Remember when you disappointed yourself before, but you were using a whole different way uh, to try to move to the next level than you are right now. Right now, you're using your energy and your consciousness, and that's the big difference. Before, you were using your mind and somebody else's energy. The big difference – your mind and someone else's energy in the past, but now it is your energy and your consciousness. This is perhaps the when I want to say the most critical point, but one of the most important moments of transition for the planet, and also for you, and and for Shambra, one of the times when we make that yet again that quantum leap, going beyond any limitations. Even if the rules in the in the game book say no, you can't do that, we're going to do it. Even if past experience says, look what happened last time you tried that, you made a fool of yourself and, well, you killed yourself at the same time, we're going to go beyond that. Sitting here in the Shamba Pavilion, when we were doing our most recent gathering, sitting here, came the question, what if this is all made up? What if it's all a game? What if it's all just a huge distraction that's taking place right now, none of it being real? What if? what if? I mean, we don't have any other group we can look to and say, "Well, this they did it so it can be done. We have individuals, but you know most of them are well, most of them are on the other side as ascended masters, and most of them it happened to a long time ago. But what if we're just making it all up? My contention is that that works just fine, because when you enter an empty, dark space, when you enter a nothingness, when your consciousness goes into that nothingness. If nobody's ever been there before, done the same thing, it doesn't matter, because then it becomes so. That is the way consciousness works. Even if all this is just a big pipe dream, even if all we've just been sitting around the campfire and singing kumbayas and getting ourselves all excited about something that is not true. It doesn't matter, because once we enter into that void where others, where you, haven't gone before, it's not an empty room. It becomes whatever your consciousness desires. Now is the time to allow fantasy and magic. The Merlin I Am. Now is the time to realize there are no limits, there are no barriers, there's nothing holding us back. Yes, on the physical and mental level, there will be adjustments that take place responding to the consciousness, responding to the new reality that you're going in, that we're all going in. But right now, right now, my dear friends, let's do what we came here to do. I'll continue to guide you. I'll continue to distract you when needed, to give you information and to hopefully open that, that feelings, the sensory part of you and, and your consciousness. And let's go forward to do exactly what we came here to do. We have a huge opportunity coming up very, very soon. This planetary reset, uh, I, I call it the coronavirus reset, because the coronavirus created the opportunity and now uh, the perfect bed coronavirus created this perfect bed, this setting for this global consciousness reset to occur. Let's be here for that, and at the same time a reset in yourself in terms of not holding back, not limiting, not not saying, well, let's do it part way." It's all or nothing. That's my way, all or nothing, and I hope you join me in it. With that, Let's bring this all together with a with A little music in the background to really integrate, to absorb what we've just talked about. Now, some may drop out. Some may say, well, this is too much fantasy. I've got to pay the bills. I've got people to take care of. Uh, that's fine if they drop out. You'll be back. You'll be back when you see others have done it, you'll be back and there'll be no shame either. There'll be no shame or judgment. We've got about 1,500 Realized Masters on the planet from Shaumbra. Many more to come. There's never been an opportunity like this right now. To open up the realms, to break free of so many limitations uh, that have occurred in human consciousness. Some say, you know, it's all fiction. Let's stick to the facts. Let's stick to data. No. There's so much more out there, and, and you know it. That's the thing. You know it. We talked about that in our last shout. You already know. It's time right now that, individually and then as a group, and then eventually as a planet, that we we'll go into the New Realms. I we we'll go into what I've often called the Atlantean Dream. On one hand, it sounds very difficult. We're basically going to change the physics of everything that's ever been known. It sounds a bit challenging, but on the other hand, it can be a very, very easy step. You may worry and wonder, are you just going crazy? As I've said before, what is crazy? Is crazy staying in the same house lifetime after lifetime, with the same rooms and the same windows and the same food in the refrigerator and the same everything, the same day, day after day after day. Is that sane? what's crazy? Going for what you know is there, but perhaps you've come to doubt it, going for what lies on the other side of the rainbow. Everybody on this side of the rainbow says, don't do it, you're nuts, you're crazy. There's nothing over the rainbow. It's just a rainbow. The dear Shambra. what a mark this day, this Shoud, at that point we're coming up to what I thought actually it would be a little bit, a month or two later, this huge restart of human consciousness. I ask, are you ready for this next step? Oh, it could be very exciting. Yes, fearful. (laughs) Some of you have been feeling tremendous anxiety lately. Some of you always feel tremendous anxiety, but lately a lot of extra anxiety. Wondering what's going on. Well, now you know. Now you know the pressure that the planet is facing and the pressure that you're facing. I consider it an exciting time. I I'm thrilled. I go back to the ascended masters club and I dance around that ballroom like like an ascended master. <laughs> I'm so excited about what's happening. I'm I'm even appreciative of the coronavirus. It caused tremendous changes on the planet. We're we're coming out of that now. Pretty much coming out of it. Took it a little bit longer in some respects, but it did more than I would have ever really felt that the planet was capable of. It's on its way out. there would be little pockets of it here and there, but then pff, it'll just just finally all evaporate away. And as as that evaporates away, it'll reveal what has come during this period, what during this time, and and maybe you'll begin to understand the role you played in it. And you didn't need to get the, the virus in order to play the role. The role was being here. The role is realizing it's time to expand the realm of the human. Let's go for it. Fantasy, magic, ease and grace, and, and regular, everyday human life as well, because there are some very beautiful things about it. Let's, let's do both of it. All that are ready to go forward, all that are ready to now move into this unimaginable, unbelievable potential as you live your human life on the planet. Let's let's go. All of you who aren't so sure, you want to hold back, you want to do it so you don't set yourself up for disappointment, that's fine. No, no problem there. But I know there's enough of you that say, no, no, we're not going to hold back. Even if we're diving off the cliff into a deep, dark, bottomless abyss, our consciousness will change that abyss the moment that it's there into whatever you choose. Let's take a deep breath for the times we're in, or the upcoming reset, for all that is. Let's take a good, deep breath and give yourself thanks for being here at this time. With that, remember that as crazy, as far-fetched, as unimaginable as the places we're going to go, that all is well in all of creation. With that, I am Adamus and Saint Germain.
0: And so it is. So please stay and take that good deep breath for you, each of us, that good deep breath. So much here again, as always, Adama shares with us a message for each of us. Really breathe it in and feel what it means to you. Breathe it in and be in that place of allowing. So much, so much here for us. Take that good, deep breath and flow with it. Be with it, breathing into the heart of you. Take that good, deep breath. Thank you for being a part of this Merlin I Am shout. Shout six, thank you for being here and being a part of this. Again, a message so personal to each and every one of us. So much to anticipate. Just breathe it in, be with it, and allow it. Thank you. Thank you for being here with us.